if you would like to use live video on social networks to let people know about your product, service or mission, this is the place to go. In this podcast, you learn how to get out with ease and pleasure with your live video and make them a success. My name is Daniel Schwenger. I am a digital marketing specialist and I am happy to welcome you to today's episode about Best Practices on Going Live. So this was an overview that I found recently when I prepared my live stream about going live on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a special case. You need permission from LinkedIn before you do a live stream. Therefore, you have to apply. And below there in this application from LinkedIn, there is also a very nice overview of best practices. They propose you to be live and how to do it. And I think that is the best summary I have seen about this topic about going live. And so this is what I can contribute now to you that I am giving you these practices, but I will also give my additional point of view to it. First, do not go live more than once a day. Yeah, it's interesting. So if you are not live, you try to procrastinate and think, okay, should I really do it? So let's rather wait and don't do it. But there can also be the opposite case when people that have the possibility to go live, go live all the time and they are doing a live here, doing a live there. What is happening is that these live streams are oversaturating your audience. And so whether it's on a stream, on a group, the people will see that something is coming from you and maybe not that long and maybe not that efficient or relevant. And uh, so therefore they will get tired of it. So they will less likely go into your live stream and try to interact with you. And so this is, of course, not what you want. So therefore, an idea for going live in an efficient way is first to go live on a fixed time a day or a week. For example, you say every Wednesday, 9 o'clock, every Friday at 12 o'clock, like how I do my weekly live streams. So that is a possibility. And then you can also think a little bit about what is the goal of your life and what would you like to leave your audience with at the end. So this is something that would definitely add to a richer live stream where you have something to talk about that also lasts more than 10 minutes and that gives people enough time to still come in and also interact with you. So I'm sure everybody has something relevant to say and has uh, good energy to reach out. But also there's some truth with that, uh, not to go live more than once a day, because you should also contain your energy or focus your energy to this very special time when you go live. And then you are out there with a maximum energy reaching out and interact with people and people are getting attracted by your energy as well. Second, go live within the first 60 days of access. So LinkedIn used to shut off your access 
if you haven't been live within the first 60 days, if you have been idle. This is something, I think, in general, which could also contribute. So you shouldn't go too often live, but you should not also not go too rarely. So make it a habit that you are going live and that people can also expect to hear from you on a certain time frame. Rule number three, do not use pre-recorded content. All streams should be happening in real time or you risk confusing your members or betray their trust. It is possible to stream a recorded live stream and a lot of providers make that happen. So you just pre-produce your video and then this is streamed for a certain time. You can even also announce it very well and so people already know about it. So it's kind of risk-free, right? I have seen this approach by a lot of companies that they have been producing something and it's then recorded and it's then kind of fake live and people are still writing in comments and maybe some comments are also answered within that time. It is not evident that it's a successful strategy. Why? Because people have the appreciation for this live interaction. If they know this is only something recorded, this is just something to generate views, then this is indeed a betrayal of trust and you risk that your message is not heard for the second time, that it's just seen as an image PR gag. And I have seen some very interesting pre-recorded lives. They were very fancy and they were very fast paced in a way because they, they were able to edit everything. Everything comes in quite quickly and so no additional information where it's not needed. That's fine. But I think you should do a hybrid approach if you're using some recorded content. What you can do is you have recorded sequences that you are streaming within your live video, within your live stream, but you have an introduction and a master of a ceremony who is then leading you through this live stream. This master of ceremony can then introduce interview guests and then the interview might be a pre-recorded interview. That's okay. And I think nobody has something against that if, for example, the interview is done in different time zones and it doesn't really match with the time zone where it's streamed right now. That is fine. Also, in terms of the connection quality, the upload, download speed, that can sometimes vary. So if you already have this interview, which might be a cornerstone of your live stream, then you can have this as a recorded piece. And then at the end, you can have this interactive live session that is again led through by the master of ceremony. And uh, then you are moderating the comments, the questions. And you have this live sequence where people get in the answer mode and where you are answering these questions. So I wouldn't say it that harsh that you shouldn't do any recorded content at all. So it is always possible and it's also good to have all the options. But the general perspective is correct. If you are doing a pre-recorded thing all by itself, you're missing definitely on the interactive part from the live video. You are not thriving on this channel. So you could also then upload a video on YouTube and share it as a social media post and that's it. Number four, 
no selling or overly promotional streams. Yeah, do not sell or promote in your stream too heavily. If you are not an Amazon Live seller, so I wouldn't use it as a sales platform. You can always use a pitch a call to action in your live stream and you actually should because if you are not going live with any follow up, it is a lost opportunity. But use these call to actions wisely. Number five, avoid large sponsorship logos. So this is a little bit connected to the overselling and overly promotion that can be done. Everything is possible if you are an active salesperson on Amazon Live or another sales channel. It is another question, but normally if you're reaching out for the product, service, mission you care about, make it easy for people to follow you and not think of, okay, is this uh, opinion now a biased opinion because the person just wants to sell something. Sponsorship is okay. You should definitely make a note of it in the broadcast notes. But yeah, too big of a sponsorship recognition during the, the live stream is definitely not contributing to the perception of your authenticity and also your unbiased opinion. Number six, no long starting soon screens. I have seen different points on this. There are people who are have their like 10 minutes starting soon pre-show that is already something for itself where music is streamed and people are dancing behind the starting soon and countdown timer. But in general, something to really keep in mind is that as soon as you start your live stream, people get the notification that you're live. So when you are live and you let people waiting, you risk them dropping out again. It's super inefficient. So they are not feeling welcome. They are not feeling important. And I think in general, the good practice is to start right away start with the topic start with a summary start with an introduction what you are going to say maybe include the participants who are already joining for a conversation and use their comments and while you are doing this you are waiting for the rest of the people to usher in and of course it's always happening that people could also jump in even in the last minutes because people might be interested even in in these last last sequences and people can then look at the replay but looking at the replay and then already finding okay this long starting soon screen that's probably not the best way and yeah i think the whole thing about the starting soon is that it shows you can gear a little bit up in the preparation of an efficient live stream. And then at the end, number seven, avoid unprofessional streams. There are some basic rules that you should obey when going live, just a little bit like going into the office. So you're wearing something that other people would like to see. So you, your hair, your, your face, um, your, you brushed your teeth, something like that. So keep in mind that this is out there. And uh, also your background, your, your room should be kind of tidied up or at least this perspective that you show. I think we have seen on Zoom a lot of times that people are going 
into conferences and they are not aware that everybody can see the mess they are living in. You can call it authentic. But on the other hand, make sure that you would like people to buy. And so if you are showing that you are unprofessional in this regard or that you are not tidied up, how can you expect people to trust you and think, okay, so I would like to get this per this product or this information from that person. So, however, even celebrities do not do this mistake to show too much. They are briefed by their media consultants. It is all very much calculated what they show. So I think you should be too acting like a, yeah, like a big influencer where you think of yourself, okay, what do I really like to show? Would I like to show my car? Would I like to show my children? Would I like to show where I live? Would I like to show what I read? Then if you can all answer that with some questions where you say, yes, that's good. That's how I would like to be perceived. Then I think you have already made the preparation for a more professional live stream. And this is it for this podcast about LinkedIn's best practices. I am regularly sharing new inspirational thoughts on this podcast, but also on YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel. It's called Live-Broadcasting-Rocks. There are great things in there from interviews to the right techniques and ideas how to create your live stream and how to start in general because it's not only about the technology, it's also about the right mindset. And if you have both together, you are on your way to become a successful live streamer and a live magnet. Wishing you all the best and encouraging you to go live. Looking forward to staying connected. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.